Welcome to the Free Four Rock Podcast with Mark and DJ Lee. Sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode. Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast with DJ Lee and me, Mark. So what's up, Lee? Hey, what's going on, Marcus? How you doing, baby? I'm doing great. How's your week going? Um, oh, just fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on in the world of rock this week? But before oh. we talk about that, let's tell the fans what we're reviewing today. We're reviewing... I know probably everybody and their mother has reviewed this album, but it's sold over 30 million copies. 
It's triple diamond. Come on, what other group has done that? <laughs> I know. It's you know you got to do you got to break out the guns and you got to break out the appetite for destruction. Yes, she just told you we're doing the album that was released in March and with July twenty first, nineteen eighty seven was recorded March and April nineteen eighty seven. So, uh, what's, what's going on in the world of rock this week? Oh, the world of rock, very interesting. Rock and metal. <laughs> oh, let's see. We have um, the Eagles of the Death Metal. They're going to release "I Love You All the Time" live at the Olympic in Paris. It's on DVD on August 4th. I like that title. I love you all that time. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I like that band. Yeah, yeah they're really cool. Uh, let's see, July 7th, Motorhead in Full Flight is going to be a 128-page book complete with a set of prints encased in a metal flight case. Oh, wow, that's freaking awesome. I bet that's going to be a, pr a pretty penny to buy that. Yeah, that's going to be pretty sick. It um, consists mostly of photos of Motorhead, but it's not approved by Motorhead Camp, so we'll see, but it's slated to be released. Um, they're going to send, they're going to show you unpublished, never-before-seen concert photos, backstage shots from the late 70s to the late 80s with, classic, with the classic lineup with uh, Phil Taylor and Eddie Clark through to the four-man lineup with Phil Campbell, Wurzel, and Pete Gill. Nice. So that July 7th is coming out. Ooh, you'll probably like this bit here. Mr. Big to release Defying Gravity album in July. Mr. Big is releasing a new album? Yes, they are. You just caught my attention there. <laughs> I did. What day? What day? What day? I gotta get on Amazon and pre-order this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Big. They're still uh, alive and kicking out there. I didn't know. Uh, I love the pun right there. <laughs> you know that's a song, right? Uh, it, uh, oh, I am so smart, but I didn't even know it. You yeah, know, it's off the Lean Into It album. It's called Alive and Kicking. It goes, jump into the fire and keep all of the alive and kicking. <laughs> you can tell I'm a Mr. Big nut swinger there. I love that band, man. I... You could forget the ballads, man. This band could get sleazy. This band could get hard. This band could get soft. They could do everything. They are talented musicians. Even when Richie Kotzen came in for a few albums, man, they yeah. were great. He gave them a little bit more blues, but freaking Paul Gilbert is a guitar virtuoso, man. Racer X, if you guys ever heard that band, go check them out. Paul Gilbert is a guitar god. Oh, oh. Those are strong words, my friend. Yeah, and I don't use the word God loosely. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not going to worship him. He's just a great guitar player. I love him. His solo work is great, too. Awesome. Awesome sauce. So that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, a new one from Mr. Big. Their last three albums have been incredible, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I wonder if uh, Pat Tropy is going to play drums on it because, you know, he came down with uh, Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh snap! I didn't know that. Yeah, and he was a uh, he. They uh, got uh, this drummer. I forgot his name to take his place on the last tour. Tour. There oh. I go again. Uh, here I go again on that words. <laughs> and uh, the last concert dates or whatever. And they had another. And he would come up and play acoustic with them drums. But he said he's been working out and getting his strength up, and he thinks he could go for a full slate of tur uh, concerts. 
I love the way you say tour. <laughs> I don't. I think I sound like an idiot. <laughs> oh, God. It's so funny. I love when you say it. I love making you say it the best. Um, all right. Let's see who else. Uh, oh, this is interesting. Lincoln Park announces special guest Snoop Dogg on the October dates of their One More Light World Tour. Lincoln Park is dead to me. Their <gasps> new, have you heard their new song? It's freaking pop dribble. Oh, is it? I haven't heard it. It's to be honest with you, it's them. terrible. Their last three albums have been terrible. <laughs> just makes me want to. Their first three albums were amazing, and then they just went. They they jumped the shark. They they did a little bit, but I just can't help it. I still like them a lot. I saw them in concert, and they were great. Chester's <laughs> awesome. It was great, great concert. Saw him at the uh, Staples Center out here in L.A. But, mm -hmm. oh my God, the opening act they had was so terrible. It's called The Prodigy. Mm. Oh God, that band gave me a headache. I went out and drank beers in the hallway till they were over. <laughs> it was like just bass. Boom, boom, boom. And the guy's like... Bah, 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 bah. And I was like, oh my God, is this music or am I in L? Oh my God. <laughs> well, well, this time around, they got the old Snoop Dogg, you know, on the tour. So, I don't know how that's gonna go I yeah, don't know Mr. Snoop Dogg who likes to judge the president when he's sitting there talking about bitches and hoes and smoking pot uh, what does he have to say <laughs> yeah do that brother he's sitting there smoking the blunts telling drinking the gin and juice telling people don't if they voted for Trump he's gonna they ain't his niggas and I go shut <laughs> up man are we allowed to say that on this podcast we could say anything we want <gasps> oh really yeah oh shit don't threaten me <laughs> damn all right, I'll remember that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Corn played a surprise acoustic set uh, May 6th. That was just the other day at the Carolina Rebellion Fest in North Carolina. It was only a two-song performance, and it was only seen by about 50 fans or so who just happened to stop by a special tent set up on the grounds there and were given passes to check out a band that was to be announced later. So first they got the people in, right? You know, and people are sitting there like, Ooh, what's going to happen here? What's going on? You know, they're thinking it's like a new band or something. And then Corn comes out and they jam out to only two songs, which is kind of strange. But they just played two two tunes. And then, you know, afterwards, of course, people realize, well, you know, this is Corn. So there's um, photos available on SideStageMagazine.com. And the band just returned from a short run of shows in uh, South America in which Rob Trujillos Trujillos Trujillo, son Trujillo, no, I can't even say it Trujillo I, I think it's Trujillo Trujillo but I, but I say Sasa Sasa so yes Trujillo's son at 12 years old played bass for Fieldy because Fieldy has um, oh, something mysterious is going on there there's just a citing unforeseen circumstances mm-hmm <laughs> So, but yeah, he's a, uh, you know, this son is uh, only 12 years old, and so he's a madman, he's got his own band, uh, the Helmets, I think they're called, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> the Helmets, I was just thinking of uh, Spaceballs, <laughs> I bet she gives good helmet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're sick bastard, um, that's it really for news that I could that uh, really call my eye um 
what else? We have some interesting album releases. Uh, the Best of Nazareth. I don't know. Any takers on that? Love Hurts is the only I, song I really know by them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They're, they're Triumph right. does a killer version of that song, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Triumph. Hmm. Wow, I love Triumph. I love Mason Triumph. I haven't heard them in a while. Yeah, man. We need to pimp some Triumph, man. Pimp. All right, we'll we pimp it. To, we need to bring Triumph back from the dead. Okay. All right, we'll do that in the show or two. Yeah. That's, that's a good one, Triumph. That's a good one. Um, Uriah Heep. I don't know. Anyone, any takers on that? Uh, Future Echoes of the Past was released today as well. Genesis released a CD called 50 Years Ago. Hmm. Dishwalla. Remember those guys? I love Dishwalla. Me too. I like them a lot. They released Juniper Red and have a blondie releasing Pollinator. Now, 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 let me get this straight. You like Dishwalla, but you don't like Sticks. Yeah. They're about the same melodic structures there. I don't know about that. Dishwalla's... No, they're more... Tell me all your thoughts on God, you know. Come sail away, come sail away. Same no. melodic structure. No, no. <laughs> you can't on. do that. <laughs> He's, you know that guy can sing in sticks. He has the voice for it. The singer of Dishwalla. Just, I'm just letting you know that. Oh sure. Hey, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not discounting the the singing. But um. And speaking of sticks, they have a new album I already pre-ordered called The Mission, and the first single is amazing. Is it? Yeah, Tommy mm -hmm. Shaw. Uh, I love Tommy Shaw, but it's not Tommy Shaw singing. It's uh, uh, Lawrence Gowan singing lead on this one, but it's really good. It's really fast-paced, good, sounds like old sticks. It's a concept album about going to Mars. Oh, that sounds interesting. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to put the video on your page when I get off here. No! <laughs> you did not do that. I just, whenever I hear sticks, it's just like, come sail away, come sail away, come sail away with me. Well, you don't like a, a renegade? The jig is up, the news is out, they finally found me, the renegade who had it made, retrieve for a bounty. Oh, please. No? I'm oh, a blue-collar man, I'll take those long nights, impossible odds, keep in my mind, and the keel. No? Those are rockin' songs, and castle walls, lights, yeah. no? Yeah. Oh, wow, they have some rockin' songs, though. You're fooling yourself, angry young man. Mm. I saw Tommy Shaw in 1987 open up for the Almighty Rush. Ooh. It was Rush, awesome. another one that I hate. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's my all Women hate Rush, you know. They make you even make a joke about that. They go, look, there's one nerd, there's one nerd. Hey, we got four women tonight in the show. <laughs> no, they're really great musicians. I mean, you know, you know how I... Yeah, will always, you know, you know, praise the musicianship. They're they're amazing musicians, songwriters, all that stuff. It's really really great. It's just it ain't my, you know, ain't my bag, baby. You don't like Tom. You don't like Tom Sawyer. Today's Tom Sawyer. No. <laughs> Tom Sawyer. <laughs> oh my God. You're missing out on the best drummer ever. Hey, he rocks. He does rock. Neil he Peart rocks out. is is if I could play drums. That's why I don't play drums, because I can never play like him, so I quit. 
Oh, I'm a Bonham kind of gal. I love Bonham. I love Keith Moon. I love. I put my drummers like this: Neil Peart, Bonham, uh, and then Keith Moon, and then whoever else I like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> drummer Corn. I put him in my top ten. I love that guy. He's great too. I like the drummer on Rage. I like Brad Wilk. I like. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he kind of lagged on that Black Sabbath album thirteen. Who? Brad Wilk. He plays songs on them. Oh, I don't know about uh, lag. <laughs> no, you take that back. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else we got. Uh, a couple tour dates kicking around. I got um. Speaking of Guns and Roses, they're going to be in the UK uh, for their Not in This Lifetime tour, May 27th through September 8th. So if you're over there, you can go check those guys out. Uh, same with Chili Peppers. Uh, May 11th through October uh, 18th over in the UK. Maidens over there as well for their The Book of Souls World Tour. Uh, Deep Purple is over there touring as well, and Linkin Park is over there. Yeah, um, the new Deep but, Purple album is really good too. I think is we discussed it? that last time. Infinite, really good. I'll bet it's good, yeah. I gotta check that out. I haven't checked that yet. Shame on me. Um, we have Metallica May 14th. They're gonna be at the MetLife Stadium in Jersey. How about the cult? Remember the cult? Oh, I love the cult. I saw them four years ago. Great. Their last two albums are really good. I have them both. Um, really good. Ian Asbury is such a great performer on stage. Billy Duffy on guitar. He has the, like a George Thurer good, you know, the big giant freaking 1950 style guitar. <laughs> oh my God. It's so, I don't see how you can hold that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a piece of tree. <laughs> and true story about the concert I was at the concert and it was at the Troubadour in uh, not the Troubadour freaking I forgot the place it's at some one of those uh, old dance halls from the 1940s that turned into a concert hall oh, uh, I was there and I was in and he and Ian Asperger was throwing out his tambourines and I grabbed it and these two fat assholes on the each side of me squashed me and both grabbed it above me and took it I had it and they were fighting over it, and Ian Asbury's on stage going, Hey, hey, stop it! That thing's only a dollar, man! Stop fighting over that, you assholes! Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> but they totally kicked your ass for it, though. They they squashed me. I was like a flat pancake. <laughs> and I'm kind of big myself, but come on, these guys were freaking 300 pounders. Oh my god. If I was there, I would have saved you. <laughs> Yay. Yes. Totally. Uh, Mastodon, May 11th at Hammerstein Ballroom in the city. Um, Coheed and Cambria, May 23rd uh, Terminal 5 in the city. Uh, Morbid Angel, yes. Morbid Angel. May 29th at uh, Blender Theater in New York City. We have Testament, May 16th. House of Blues in Cali. And Ingve May 28th at the House of Blues in Cali. So that'd be pretty cool. See Ingve at the old uh, House of Blues. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I like Ingve, like man. Yeah, me too. He, uh, I met him a couple times. He was, I don't know. He wasn't very nice, but. Well, I, heard he, I heard he's a raging asshole, but. <laughs> yeah, he kind of was. <laughs> Why do you think he can't keep singers? <laughs> I guess I, I don't know what I don't know why he's got to just stick up his ass, but my favorite singer was Joe Lynn Turner off the trilogy album. I love that album. Yeah, I like Joe Lynn Turner. He's pretty yeah. good. Joe Lynn Turner's like the uh, 
a guy who replaces Dio in every band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's a good... uh, so that's it for uh, my spiel. Alrighty then, let's get into this album. Let me give you some backstory in this album. Appetite Destruction is the debut album by the American heart hard rock metal band Guns N' Roses. It was released July 21st, 1987 by Geffen Records to massive commercial success. Well, actually, let me talk about this because I was there when this was released. I bought it on the first day. This <laughs> album didn't hit. The first single off this album was It's So Easy, June 5th, June 15th, 1987. Eh, didn't do nothing. Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, this is the video I got in. I'm watching it on Headbangers Ball late night in TV. Uh, yeah, October 3rd, 1987. I was 17 when this album... I was 16 when this album came out, actually. I didn't turn 17 to October 9th that year. So, okay. um, sweet child of mine. This is when the album hit, in August 17th, 1988. It took a year for this album to actually break because of Sweet Child of Mine. It was doing... Eh, but I remember buying the, the album because the album covers, uh, yeah. Tower Records used to have this book where it tells you new releases and it said they're going to release both versions of the album, the mm -hmm. CD or cassette. You get the, the original cover, which is like the robot having sex with the woman yeah. or whatever. That was, mm -hmm. And they were going to release the one with the skulls on it. So I bought the one with the robot having sex with the woman. I bought that album and Helix Wild in the Streets that day. My mom took me. And I played it in her car. And she didn't say nothing about the cursing, so that was cool. <laughs> she must have been horrified. I know. She actually liked it. She likes Aerosmith, man. She loved Aerosmith. Oh, that's cool. Rock on, Mom. Yeah, this band, this band was like one of the bands. Well, I, I was getting into metal by then because I had an 83 crew and... And uh, Def Leppard and uh, Quiet Riot was slowly getting me away from the pop of Ario Speedwagon and, and Duran Duran, but I still love those bands. <laughs> but I got into metal. Duran? Did you huh? say? What? Did you say Duran Duran on my podcast? Yes, I said Duran Duran. Hold on. I just puked in my mouth. Oh, God. Andy Taylor's an awesome guitar player, man. Come on. Oh, I just puked in my mouth again. They're actually great musicians. Great. Yes, Mark. All right. <laughs> All right. This album, um, this band was actually formed out of two bands. There was a band called Hollywood Rose with Axel mm -hmm. was in, and there was another band that's still around called L.A. Guns. Yep. So they got together and goes, hey, we're from Hollywood Rose. We're from L.A. Guns. Let's call us Guns and Roses. <laughs> There's a uh, backstory yeah. in this album. So let's get into the first track on this awesome album, which we get into the almighty number one song on this album, Welcome to the Jungle! What do you think of this one? Okay, uh, yeah, when I first heard this, um, I was like, you know, what the hell is this? Like, this is... This is this is sick. This is amazing. Oh my god! You know, and then then Headbangers Ball started, you know, beating the shit out of it, playing it and playing it, playing it, and then I'm like, oh hello, Axl Rose, and you're a piece of ass. What a bonus that is. So, uh, <laughs> well, you love those gingers. <laughs> oh god, unbelievable! It was like Slash. What? Slash is not human. He is not of this earth. That man. Amazing. They're all great. They're all great uh, musicians, but it, it was like, it just blew my fucking balls off. Sorry. So, <laughs> yeah. That's what happened there. 
Yeah, this is the first video I seen. I just I just saw it and I go I heard that. Yeah, this is the first video I've seen. I just I just saw it and I go, oh my god! And it's here, you know, it's like, oh my god! It's like I never heard a singer like him before in my life, and I was like amazed by this band, and they look like a bunch of like drunks on <laughs> in a video.
We're back. We're back. So it's so easy. What did you think of that song? Oh, no, hold on. I have to put my clothes back on. <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah. Sorry, I got a little carried away when we were playing that tune, you know. I was running around my room totally nude, breaking stuff and punching holes in my walls. But it was worth it. You're going to have some guys put that in their spank bank right now. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool, actually. That's hot. <laughs> DJ Lee and It's So Easy. Now when they hear It's So Easy, they're going to go, oh, DJ Lee. Oh, baby. Maybe I'll make a little video and post it. <laughs> it it's so easy in the background and me just like beating shit up. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Promo video right there, man. Do it. Promo video. Promo videos. <laughs> okay, I got an idea. Yeah. Right, be on the lookout for that one, guys. That's yeah. coming. <laughs> well, I love this song. It's so it's like this this album just keeps going, man. The first track and it goes, it's always easy when everybody tries to please my baby. Cars are crashing every night. The fire, I miss the fire, fire, hit the bullseye every night. <laughs> oh god, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love you, Axel. Oh, I don't we're care. Not, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're oh, shit. Not. We're dumb shits. <laughs> Axel and Slash. Yeah. Uh, then we got into uh, track three's Night Train. Yeah. So introduce this song, and we'll come back after the break and play uh, and talk about it. All right. Here we go. This is going to be. Night Train, and this song really puts a uh, twist in my panties. Night Ooh. Train, Guns N' Roses. Yeah, baby. Look out! 
Yeah, that was Night Train. How you doing, Lee? <laughs> since since it, the song was about Night Train, I decided to go out and buy a bottle of Night Train and chug it during that song, so I'm pretty wasted right now. And, um, I seem to be naked again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, no, yes. No, no yeah. yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I when I was 16, I didn't know what the hell night train was. I thought they were talking about riding a re- real train. You know, I'm on a night train. Yeah. I should have known it when he said bottoms up, you know. But I was a kid. I didn't know what alcohol was, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you were a good boy. Yeah, later when I worked at a uh, liquor store, I go, oh, that's night train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I, I, knew, I knew it was booze, and then one night me and my girlfriend said, let's drink the night train and see what happens, right? So... We get a bottle of night train, and we drink it, and, um, uh, <laughs> let's just say it, it, it wound up with, uh, three people naked in, in, a, in a bed in Florida. That's all oh, I gotta say. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's all I can say about the night train. You were on the night train! <laughs> I, was, I blinked it all on the night train. Yeah. I blinked it all on the night train the next morning, so. Night train. Yeah, that was blame, like, blame it on the booze. <laughs> Dude, it was night train, though. I felt like I had to do, you know, Guns N' Roses, like, I had to do them a, you know, a, a justice by chugging it and then just getting out of control, and that's exactly what happened. Well, it's better to blame it on the night train than blame it on the rain, right? <laughs> I put some Millie Vanilli in there. <laughs> if you were here, I swear to God. I hate that band. Whatever. They weren't even a band. They were fake anyways. <laughs> I know. And the one guy committed suicide, poor guy. Yeah, I remember when that crap came out. That and Vanilla Ice, I think, is around the same time. I was telling my friends, you guys are listening to shit. Yeah, <laughs> that shit's fake. It sucks. Reckon. Oh. But you know yeah. what sucks? When somebody says stop, you know what comes in my head? Collaborate and listen. Because that song was so damn catchy, it's still in my freaking head, and I hate it. I Don't you hate it when crappy songs get in your head? Yeah, thanks. Now I got collaborate and listen. <laughs> Brand new venture. I hate it when that happens. You know, it's like I'm going, Ozzy, please, Ozzy, get in my head. Ozzy, Ozzy, yeah, I, I want to hear oh. Crazy Train, Ozzy, please. Come on again. <laughs> come on, Zach Wild, do something. Do something, do something. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, Rush. Come on, somebody, get in my head. I can't send. I can't take this anymore. I would take sticks over that. <laughs> take sticks over anything. I love sticks, man. Sorry. I'm in love with sticks. All right, and then we get to track number four, Out to Get Me. What do you think of this one? Every song on here kicks your ass. Yeah, this song is a great song. They're out to get me. I'm fucking innocent. <laughs> I love this song. <laughs> what does he say at the end? Take that one. No, that's another song. Take that one to heart. I think that's Brownstone, right? Yeah. I'm a little ahead of myself here. It's okay. Yeah, I love this song. This Man. song is great. I love Axel's voice. And we haven't talked about the rhythm section. Steven Adler and freaking Duff McKagan. Mm-hmm. This is what... I know a lot of people in other podcasts have said this, but I'm going to reiterate what they said. The rhythm section on this album is incendiary. Mm-hmm. It's Duff and, and Adler have it going. It's just like they got that groove. Mm-hmm. It's like when they got in Matt Swarm, it's like the groove is gone. Yeah. It yeah. was gone. The songs are good. 
but yeah. the groove, it wasn't like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, the magic was gone. It wasn't music that wanted you to make you get naked anymore, was it? No, it made me want to put my clothes back on. <laughs> I know. So, Steven Adler is a great freaking rhythm drummer. He's not the best drummer, but what he does with Duff is just great. Yeah, definitely. And then we yeah. get... Then we'll get into track number five, Mr. Brownson, which we're going to play for you. So we'll come back after the break and talk about it. All right, here we go with Mr. Brownstone from Appetite for Destruction, bitches. Oh, 
But how do you like that one, Mark? Oh, I love that song. Way back dancing with Mr. Brownstone. Brownstone. He's been one. He won't leave me alone. Now, now, wow, wow. And again, in honor of Guns N' Roses, for the song Mr. Brownstone, I brought myself a piece of crack cocaine and oh. smoked it. So, again, I'm naked. <laughs> <laughs> and bleeding for some reason. I'm not sure why. So I guess you didn't used to do a little, but the little got more and more, so you just did more, right? Exactly, that's what happened during the whole song. <laughs> you used to have like, a little. Like, just a little more. Just a little more. Just a little I just more. love that lyric. He goes, I used to do a little, but a little got, was a little, and a little got more, more, more. Just keep trying to get a little better. Said a little better than before. Wow. <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> I love this song. This song kicks ass, man. Great, great song great song and I just love the rhythm I love the bass I love Slash this song this band is tight and Izzy with the rhythms and the oh my god super tight yeah it's like man I wish Izzy and Adler would be back with them on, on tour on tour or whatever <laughs> blah 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 I'm here <laughs> and yeah. then we get into one of the big songs off the album Paradise City what do you think of this one it's pretty cool. The first time I heard this tune, when it first popped out, it came out, and uh, I, I didn't know it was Guns yet, you know, just the first time I heard it, and I was like, oh, this song is badass. Like, what's happening here? Like, you know, take me down to the paradise where the grass is green and the grass are pretty. I'm like, yeah, I want to go there too, Axel. Take me. <laughs> it was like the best tune ever, and then the video came out, and... I think they shot it in Jersey. I'm not sure. Some of the video footage was from Jersey. My brother's actually in the video in the crowd. You can see him and his girlfriend. His girlfriend sitting on his shoulders. It's so funny. I'm like, no way! My brother's in the video, man! <laughs> That's pretty cool. But yeah, yeah. I, I love this song. I love the breakdown in the middle. You know, this song comes in at 6 minutes and 46 seconds. The longest song on the album. I just love the song. I can't get in. I can't, you know, I don't skip any song on this album. Me neither. I love take me down to the bed. I sit where the gas is green and the girls are pretty. Oh, walk out the house. Yes. It's official. We're starting a Guns N' Roses cover band. Oh, God. I'd be, I'd, they'd be throwing tomatoes at me, man. <laughs> I know. But I don't care. I'd eat them. <laughs> You'd eat the tomatoes. <laughs> We'd right in front of them. My girlfriend says I suck at singing. I said, I could sing Bob Dylan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too, right? Johnny's in the basement, next another medicine. <laughs> oh, wait, no, wait, I did it wrong. Let's see. How does it feel like yeah. a rolling stone? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I could do some Bob Dylan mixed with Tom Petty. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I love Tom Petty. Yeah. Um, nightmare, a Bob Dylan and Tom Petty concert. They um, went on. They did concerts together. It was alone and together back in the eighties. Uh, Tom Petty was Bob Dylan's backing band, and they played. Uh, they opened for him, and they and then they came up and backed him up. Mm -hmm. was, I heard it was really good. <laughs> I don't care for Bob Dylan. I, I like the hits. I like mm -hmm. it when other people do his songs better, like Guns N' Roses. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then we get into My Michelle. What do you think of this one? Um, in honor of my Michelle, I bought a pound of cocaine. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I did it real fast during, during, um, Mr. Brownstone as well. So, I'm pretty tweaked out right now, but, um, yeah, good tune. I dig it. 
Dang, that this this album's making you a drug addict. <laughs> Just till Rocket Queen comes on. Wait till I tell you what I did during that song. Oh my lord. Oh, oh snap. Oh snap. I love this song. I like it. It's still late night and you do your coke for free. <laughs> I love that song. I like it when he says yesterday was Tuesday, maybe Thursday, you can see. <laughs> he's, a, he's a genius, this Axel, with all the drugs and stuff. It's, it's brilliant. Well, it says all tracks are written by Guns N' Roses, so the whole band was involved in this album, except for... Well, the whole band was... Except It's So Easy had a co-written by West Arkin, and Anything Goes is Chris, Chris Weber. I don't think it was the basketball player, though. No, I don't think so either, but you never know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That guy doesn't likes his steak well done with a freaking uh, ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does he? Yeah, I heard a story about he went into a high-priced steakhouse, and he asked for it well done, and they go, we don't do that, sir. And he goes, well, I'm paying this money. I want my steak well done. And then they bring the steak out, and he says, can I have ketchup? And they go, oh, sir, we don't have ketchup. And he walks out. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I could tell you anything. When we ran out of barbecue sauce, I was Poe as a kid. We mm -hmm. put ketchup on our steak, and it tasted pretty damn good. So. Hey, you know, I'm down on the ketchup. Rock yeah. on. Yeah. And then we get to think about you. What do you think about this song? Um, It's like as close as you're going to get to like a nice love song from those guys. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I think about yeah. you. This isn't one of my favorite songs. It's just like, oh, hurry up and get a sweet child of mine. <laughs> oh, I like Think About You. So I like it. I think it's about, a think about oh, sex. It's a well that I haven't had yet. No, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think oh, about yeah. you. <laughs> whatever. I got Mark, you're killing it today. Uh, you're just being nice. And then we get into Sweet Child of Mine, the song that broke the band, and what a beginning guitar riff by Slash. What do you think of this one? And ditto, the Slash just blows your mind. It's like, he, he oh god, it's just great. It gets better and better. Um, Sweet Child of Mine, a little played out, but yeah, brilliant. Great tune. Um... Yeah. It's like one of those songs you hear that opening guitar riff. You go Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Guns N' Roses. Yep. Guns N' Roses. You go. You know. I can't do it with my my mind or my mouth. I can't do the guitar riff. You know, but it's a great song. I like it. It's a little played out, like you said. Great guitar riffs. Great vocals by uh, Axel. Great bass. Great rhythm. Great song, man. And then we get into one of my favorite tracks of this album. Ten. You're crazy. What do you think of this one? I think you're fucking crazy. Yeah, that's true. I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great tune. Great tune. It's so, like, uh, to the point, pretty much. I don't know. Because <laughs> you're crazy. Oh, my, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> I love this song, man. Hey, uh, it's a great <laughs> song. I like Axel's vocal tone on this song. Man. It mm -hmm. just freaking just kicks ass. And then we get into track 11, Anything Goes My Way, Your Way, Anything Goes Tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think of this one? Uh, dig it, of course. And and, and and in honor of this that song, by Guns N' Roses, Anything Goes. So, I'm in my room, naked, bloody, drunk, coked up, smoked a little crack, and for some reason there's a midget here. Holy moly, Batman. I don't know. 
I don't know what happened. Well, you know, you're going to have to put pictures up on the page for the fans because oh, they're going to be... I do. <laughs> they're going to be sitting there going, oh, i got to see this. <laughs> and, the, and, the mid, and the midget's going to go, I need copies. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask the midget's, midget's um, you know, permission and stuff, but I think he's dead. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You gave him that speedball, right? <laughs> Oh, the promo pictures for this show is going to be brilliant. <laughs> Can't wait. All right. And then we get into the last track we're going to play off this album. We'll discuss it after the break. Uh, go ahead and introduce it, Lee. All righty. Here we go with the almighty Rocket Queen by Guns and Roses.
You got a glass jar, don't you think? Metal DJ, the running of the back end of the knees and the cast, uh, uh, feet when you know we're watching quick. <laughs> hey, Beavis, do you know how to read? <laughs> Tell me how to generate, uh, learn fire. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty cool, huh, Beatles? <laughs> Axel's <laughs> a puss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can kick his ass. <laughs> Alright, that tune was pretty damn cool. What do you think? Oh man, I think that's my favorite song off this album, but I said that about almost all the songs off I this know, album. Me too. I know. It says, Here I am, and you're Rocket Queen. It's so I'm cool, and then at the end, it kind of like, you know, they break it down. Oh, the breakdown is just so good. I This band, they were so coked and drugged and heroined out, man, but they could freaking play. This is true. Yeah, and it. Troopers. Mm -hmm. And frickin' they kick Adler out, you know, because he was the worst. I know. <laughs> it's like, what? come on, man. Come on, guys. Come on, let him come back. It's all in good fun. Come on, here's a little heroin. Don't worry about it. We'll be good. We'll be good. Yeah, man, this guy loves the band so much. I heard this guy in interviews saying how much he wants to be back in the band. No. Then, I know, man. He, at least they let him play in the last... You know, the no. right now. Well, yeah, we had the stroke or whatever from being on so much, so many drugs. Yeah, man. He, his mom wrote a book about him. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, at my Guns and Roses and My Son, something. I forgot the name of the book, but his mom wrote a biography about her and her life with her son. Oh, so my God. Know, it must have been crazy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. I heard it on, the, I think it was Eddie Trunk podcast. He was talking to Adler about it. Hmm. Yeah, Adler's always on the Eddie Trunk podcast. I know. Yeah. I love Eddie. I love Eddie too. A lot of people think he's a he's uh, what uh, Mr. High and Mighty. I don't think he's High and Mighty. I think he just tells it as it is. No, he's just brilliant. Brilliant, man. I have both his books. Yep. Where is my yep. books? I love the Eddie Trunk. He's, he's amazing. You know what? I had those books, and I could have said something Guns N' Roses that he said, but I said it wasn't prepared. Sorry, fans, I wasn't prepared. Oh, wait. Here's this book right here. Eddie Trunks, Essential, Hard Rock and Metal. And it goes in alphabetical order. So I just, oh. I, There's Dio. Ooh, there's some Priest. There's some Kiss. We're getting close here. Led Zeppelin. Nice. I passed them. <laughs> um. Priest. Iron Maiden. There they are. Guns and Roses. Eddie's playlist from Guns N' Roses. You want to know what his favorite songs are? Yes. He got number one, Think About You. Number two, Chinese Democracy. Number three, Pretty Tied Up. Number four, Dustin Bones. He's going a little bit, uh, Use Your Illusions here. Yeah, he is. And then, uh, finally, we get some, uh, freaking, uh, appetite here. 
You get my Michelle, and then back to Use Your Illusion again. Number six, A Strange, Seven Civil War, Don't Cry. Uh, Raid in the Bedquins. I never heard of that. What's that? What is it? Raid in the Bedquins. That I must be know. like from their demo or something. Maybe. And then you, get, know, and then you get back to Appetite. Ten, Rocket Queen. Eleven, November Rain. Two, they're out to get me. It's so easy. Ain't it fun? Dead Horse and better. It seems like he likes the Illusions albums better. And he likes Chinese... Yeah. I like Chinese Democracy, too, so I agree with him on that. I do, too. I think it was a great album. Yeah, I do, too. I did, though. Yeah, let's see what he has here. It says... This is what he says. The first time I heard Guns N' Roses was at a convention held by Warner Electric Atlantic in 1987. I remember it vividly. WEA held a week-long conventions every year, and everyone from the record labels they distributed, including Gap and GNR's level, and Megaforce, where I was working at the time, were, would come together to meet, party, and learn about new releases from other labels in the family. Each label had its own hotel suite where people would eat, drink, meet members of new bands, and cross-promote. In 1987, the super-produced slick glam sound of metal dominated radio and MTV. And most of the bands I heard at the convention were more or less chasing that scene. When I went to Geffen Suite, one of the label reps asked me to take a second and watch a video by a new band they are produce, promoting called Guns N' Roses. Mm -hmm. He said he sat me in a chair in front of a large TV, hooked up to a big sound system and blasted Welcome to the Jungle. What I saw and heard was so dirty and dangerous, so urgent and street, I knew there was no way these guys were faking it. So much of what I've been seeing in the mid-80s and stylized and choreographed bands looked the same, and many sounded the same too. They were products of the record companies that were just looking for an attractive lead singer, with songs being an afterthought. Guns N' Roses looked like they just crawled from the gutter, which they basically had in four minutes. It took to watch that video. I realized that everything in the music business was going to change because of GNR. Yep. Well That's said, Eddie. Well said. Yeah, this is a great book. So you get his books. I got both of them. 80 Trunks Essential, Hard Rock and Heavy Metal, mm -hmm. uh, Volume 1 and Volume 2. And the forward for Volume 1 was done by the almighty metal god Rob Halford. <gasps> no way. And then in the second book, the forward is done by Slash. Oh. oh. So these books wow. are awesome. You should get That's it. Brilliant. You could get it off his uh, website and he'll sign them for you and ship them within the United States. <laughs> no way. Yes. Ooh. That's awesome. He rules. Sorry. Props to Eddie. Yeah. He yep. rules, man. I love Eddie Trunk. I, I know a lot of people give me flack for that. They say he's not. He's a jerk. He's a dick. Fuck, man. That metal show kicked ass, and I'm hoping it comes back on one day. Everybody yeah, that'd be really cool. Because that'd that be really cool. that was like a... a a lantern to uh, a spotlight towards our music you mm -hmm, know? Mm -hmm. and we don't have that we have him promoting it on his radio station Sirius XM you know and mm -hmm. his his terrestrial radio stations you know this guy is awesome man I give him so much props he's so he's always he's New Jersey native man he grew right around the corner from me yeah so and I love this album. It's a great album. If you guys, I know you guys have heard this album. Somebody, you guys. <laughs> if you guys haven't, this you is need to go get it. Called Guns and Roses. And they're very good. Let me repeat it Guns and Motherfucking Roses. Ooh. Oh, 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 more. Yes. You need, to, you need to pick this album up and you need to get it now. 
now. Now. <laughs> and it comes, I hear it comes with, you know, a, a little rock of, of crack cocaine. It comes with, um, some, some, what else does it come with? Comes, some with, uh, comes, comes with some heroin. A little heroin. And, and some nitrine. And a midget, and uh, some baby oil. <laughs> and maybe you'll get one of Axel's girlfriends. <laughs> Or boyfriends, <laughs> who care? Who knows? Yeah, who right. Oh, man. <laughs> Christ, what they were doing? Like, oh. I don't know what they were doing. They don't know what they were doing. <laughs> no, they don't. But hey, they survived it pretty much. Yeah, man. So uh, it's great. I, I think this episode went well. What do you think? I think it went pretty damn good, and the pictures were are going to be pretty, pretty interesting. All right, Lisa. What album are we doing next week? I think it's your pick, my friend. My pick. Let me see. I'll just look in here. I think we should do Iron Maiden Power Slave. Yes, I think we should too. Yeah, Iron Maiden Power Slave. I love that freaking album. That was the Are first we, Maiden album like I ever eight. got into, so I need to do that one. All right, I am there for that one, brother. All right, man. Until next week, say sayonara, Lee. Sayonara, sweet cheeks. And the pics will be up soon. <laughs> Stay tuned for the pictures, guys. And the videos. I might get banned from Facebook, but that's all right. It'll be worth it. Oh, she might be in jail because of the dead midget. Well, we'll find out late next week. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't have said that out loud, should I? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> all right, man. Lee, take it easy. All right, dude. I'll talk to you later, man. Be all good. Right. Bye. Hey, hey, hey. DJ Big Bushy here. And if you like the beer cold, the women hot, and the music loud, then get your ass to the biggest party on that metalstation.com, the Big Bushy Power Hour. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Big Bushy Power Hour. It's the biggest party with the biggest beer. Hi, I would like to promo some podcasts that I'd like to listen to. The Cassius Morris Show, Metal Brass, one-on-one with Mitch LaFon. Cheap Talk with Cheap Trick Chat, Pod Kiss with the Podfather Ken Mills, and last but not least, the Decibel Geek Podcast with Chris and Aaron. And also, I have some great Facebook groups that sell vinyl. Little McGrew, Vinyl Seconds, and Wicked Sweet Vinyl are great and always have amazing records. Take it easy, guys, and go check those groups out. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. Check out my Amazon link and tell a friend. Thank you.